0: Hey kids, and welcome back to Do The Kids Know. That is the show where we talk about race, media, politics, and pop culture in Triple K, Canada. I am Prakash. I am one of your hosts, and with me on my Zoom screen is Kristen. Set. And we are back again. <laughs> uh, every time I'm surprised. Honestly. That we're still here and people still listen.
1: Honestly.
0: Um, Yeah, so we'll talk about things. Um, That thing Mm -hmm. will be in the title of this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Something about digital blackface, which we will get into. But before we get into it, Kristen, do you want to tell us how CoStar read you today or this week?
1: (laughs) Well, I can tell you how it read me today. Great. (laughs) 43 minutes ago, CoStar told me that I need to believe in myself before I can believe in other people. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> my god what the kind audacity. of Disney channel movie uh, moral this what wow
1: wow wow okay yeah that's uh that happened uh how did co-star read you this week
0: <laughs> it also read me today 30 minutes ago it told me not every issue is worth your attention
1: <laughs> Screaming, I mean,
0: crying, throwing up.
1: Wow. It's wow. not wrong, but also it's rude.
0: Listen, I'm fully just, I ruined the newsletter. I have abandoned Team Do Less.
1: And yeah, I was I just, very concerned for you.
0: I've accepted my membership in Team too much.
1: I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. It's this not- is not sustainable.
0: Well, co good times. Mm-hmm. And now segue into our main topic discussion, which is digital blackface.
1: Yes, yes. Would you like to describe... Nope. Define digital blackface for us.
0: Um. Yeah, sure. So first, we're going to start with blackface. If you need any examples, just look up uh, <laughs> our dear Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, plus I blackface. I you
1: were going to use that as an example.
0: <laughs> the fact that this man continues to be our Prime Minister... And could not even tell, could not could not confirm when journalists asked him how many times he had done this. Because oh, he's he done knows. this so many times.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like, because if it was just you know a one time thing, you can then you could confidently say it. it was one time. It was stupid. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um. But no.
1: No, he's like, I won't confirm or deny because if I deny and you find the other times, I'm screwed. So I will just not say anything and hope that you don't find the other times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For some context on blackface as we know it, uh, and, you know, a la Trudeau, back in the old days, insert dates here. You, I mean, <laughs> Wikipedia will tell you. <laughs>
1: it's just that you use the old days for so many days.
0: I mean, time is relative.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I'll just give you some keywords to Google and then Wikipedia will tell you the actual closing dates. But there was something called minstrel shows in which people, including black people, would like paint themselves black and do these like caricatures of like poor southern country folk. And this was used because. And Kristen, you're you're like a little historian, so you can tell me where I I mess up. But um, there were like black musicians in the South who are becoming very popular with their traveling music shows who are not minstrels. White people are like, how dare they do things, be successful, Mm -hmm. be artists. And so to make fun of these musicians, white people started like literally painting their skin black with the like... Overpronounced like red lips, you know these other kinds of like caric- like very degrading caricatures. Caric- I can't say that word.
1: Caricatures.
0: Caricatures of black folk of these performers, and then these minstrel shows of these like white people dressing up in blackface mm-hmm. became extremely popular uh, across the U.S. Also across Canada to the point in which like some black folk would also do blackface to again be a part of this like traveling musical industry. And then so in the end like blackface becomes a shorthand for a lot of these like racist ideologies around the lack of worth supposedly of black folk in the US and Canada.
1: I think it's it's also that like blackface started before the minstrel shows and was part of actively not allowing Black people to earn a living to do things. Um, Yeah, because, like, we can trace Blackface to before the South and white people being upset that Black people had freedom and those things. Um, And it furthered stereotypes because white people who had no idea how Black people were acting... Um, would pretend to be them. And then in order for Black people to make money, they then had to play up these stereotypes. Um, So it became like a loop as well in the West, which also it evolved from before then, white people not letting Black people do things or them forcing slaves to do things and then doing caricatures and stereotypes based on the behavior that they forced the slaves to do.
0: Yeah, it's like a weird sort of like representation of like body snatching and like Mm -hmm. this kind of like performance of blackness that is like deeply rooted in Mm -hmm.
1: like so many compounded
0: racist ideologies. Exactly.
1: Like to bring it into the topic for today, blackface is about taking pieces of a culture of a people that is not yours and profiting from it by putting that on display for everyone else. And profit can be not necessarily money it can be I don't know what do you call that when people influence <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it can be for influence for clout for laughs for attention you mm-hmm. know like Justin Trudeau like mm-hmm. wearing blackface he was not performing to get money but like in one of the photos I think it's like some kind of Christmas not Christmas party
1: <laughs> Halloween party Halloween the other one. <laughs> uh. Halloween. I mean, can you imagine a Christmas party? Yeah.
0: I mean, have you seen those, like, those, those, like, very racist Santa Claus statues?
1: Mm hmm. That's yeah. why I said, can't, I can I imagine it, a Christmas party have, as well? That could have
0: been. That could have been one of the many times he cannot disclose in which he, um, you know, yeah. put on a little bronzer, a little, um,
1: used a whole package of foundation that was 15 shades too dark,
0: a little bit Moore. <laughs>
1: that's paint i know okay okay (laughs) (laughs) i just like imagined like someone with a roller that you would use for the wall just like rolling rolling brown paint onto him (laughs)
0: listen like that is a color you use to like stain a deck (laughs) it's bad Mm -hmm. Um,
1: um there is also something here about um like blackface but in relation to indigenous people that like further discussion further you know research that we're not talking about that right now
0: and this is part of the like ecosystem of other kinds of modes of cultural appropriation so you mentioned like indigenous folks so things like wearing headdresses eagle feathers Mm -hmm. literally pretending to be indigenous because you are, like, one 242nd uh, Navajo or something, like... Mm -hmm.
1: And also, like, let's flip back to Hollywood for a minute, like, early Hollywood, uh, not even early, like, up to, like, 70s, 80s, white people pretending to be Indian, you know, just throw on a little bronzer, it's fine. Um, I mean, that's
0: literally still happening, like... Yeah. You know, Um, a lot more behind the scenes. I'm like, you know, Michelle Latimer, that's a whole thing that's, uh, I think, still, um, I'm not sure if that's been resolved in court or anything, but um, Mm -hmm. her show uh, was canceled, which I I think is unfortunate because apparently it was a great show, Trickster. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't seen it, but it's on CBC Gem.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, Yeah, I also, (laughs) there's also the piece here of like Hollywood perpetuating blackface for other races by you know like having mexican people play native americans and things like that yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: but i think that there's something like because there are there are also like other kinds of faces so like as you explain mm-hmm. like white people uh, pretending to be or like portraying native americans yeah um, as that like, feels you
1: know different from <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, it is different, but we have, we, don't, do, we do have terminology around this. So, like, yeah, okay. uh, people, like, pretendians or, are like, are like on TV, yeah. like, you know, putting on darker makeup to look yeah. like they're indigenous, right? We call those, like, red face. Breakfast, Breakfast Tiffany's, um, yeah. that man dressing up as an Asian man, yellow face. <laughs> and so all of these are rooted in some kind of, because, like, you know, as we talked about, like, race as a social construct, depending on the time of year, our and exposure, Chris and I, like, we could... One of us could be darker than the other. One of us,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, could be a light in there. That doesn't necessarily like change our like racial identity, but mm-hmm. often people. I mean, yeah, I'm. I don't want to <laughs> get into the whole like where you're from situation, but it's like mm. sometimes very easily clocked as being um, Indian. Other times, like depending on context, people are often unsure. Like when I was in Cuba, the way that everybody was trying to, you know, hablamos español, and I was like, mm. like, uh, mm. no hablo uh sorry canadian or whatever so all this to say that like just the bronzer alone is not enough to put on a face it's all always accompanied by
1: gestures expressions accents yeah
0: and uh, there's something pr- particularly sinister about um about blackface in the way that yeah the the kind of like racialized caricatures are often based in like these very animalistic you know assumptions of blackness a lot of um, these like stereotypes I'm not gonna like repeat them all but um, but yeah it's like rooted in something that's like that's like particularly dark that we don't necessarily see in other kinds of like yellow face or I mean mm. you can yeah. I will, I will retract re- that statement Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but just say so that there are like certain roots of blackface that uh, might be a little bit more like long standing, as you explained with like, the minstrel shows and even the pre minstrel era in the US. But then, so of course, as things evolve over time, like, unless you're Trudeau, you would have learned that um, that this kind of like, you know, quote unquote traditional blackface is extremely uh, unacceptable in society. Although, yet every Halloween, mm-hmm. celebrities don on their Sherman Williams and walk out it's like, people did not know, if you have a character, you know, cosplay or something that you, you know, you like really enjoy, I don't know, like LeBron James, you know that just you could wear just clothes. wear a jersey. Like, <laughs> like
1: I just, it's particularly painful for me because I really like Star Trek and science fiction and space. And those cosplayers are entirely different races. like non-existent alien beings and they do that through their costume so like i don't understand why we can't portray a person who's not our race through costume that doesn't involve being racist like i'm (laughs) i don't get it
0: yeah it's like i don't need you to Paint yourself black for me to know that you are like Michelle Obama. Like I can tell by the sleeveless dress, you know? <laughs> like there are other ways that we can like signify um who we're trying to portray that is like, you know, meant to be a portrayal.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, all also, this to say.
1: I was gonna bring up a very specific Star Trek, uh, blackface, but it's okay. okay. It's okay. We can move on. <laughs> we
0: can move on. <laughs> um, but I think there may there maybe is some nuance to talk about like what isn't what is not blackface. I think sometimes mm. there is um Some, um, there. I think there can be some new ones because I maybe this is, you know, going to be the time the episode that I finally um, get called out, canceled, um, ridiculed. We'll see.
1: What's the line for you?
0: Um, so I think that there is like, I mean, I I think I have seen instances where like people are painted black for reasons that, in my opinion, I don't think is blackface, um, because it's not meant to characterise a black individual. Okay. So th- there's an episode of Community that was taken off of Netflix.
1: Is it the one where Chang is black with white hair?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 because that is... If people have never seen the show Community, Community, um, I can't say that I recommend it necessarily. I'm not sure how well it's aged. And maybe because I had not seen this episode because it's not on Netflix anymore, that
1: maybe I it mean, might be more
0: problematic than I, I remember.
1: The first three seasons... Everything after that, I'm like, I don't know. But those uh, first yeah. three seasons.
0: So there's an episode of the show Community. It's about uh, a group of friends who all attend a community college, and there's an episode in which they are playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. and one of the characters of the show is extremely into it, and so into it is like dressed up as a Dungeons and Dragons character. I'm not really sure how the game works. I've never played. Um, okay. But I've heard that he is, like, yeah, like, a dark elf or something. And mm-hmm. this is, like, a character that exists within the world of Dungeons & Dragons or within the world of, like, common fantasy characters. Mm-hmm. And unlike the minstrel depictions of people in blackface who are, like, meant to look like, you know, not not that they're meant to look like, like black people, but that is what they're representing mm-hmm. in this, because he is, like, just some kind of, like, non-human creature as far as I know, I don't think elves are tied to, like, I don't know, to black people or anything. I think when I watched that, I think it was obviously meant to be shocking that he's, you know, an Asian painted man painted one. in black. Yeah. And I think that's what the gag is supposed to be. Because everyone else is, you know, normally, you know, like, college dressed, you know, like, they're to learn. And then this one person's, like emerges from a table completely black.
1: Yeah. <laughs> With like a blue shirt on and a white wig and so it's just even more visually uh shocking.
0: Yeah. And for me like that that was the gag and mm. not cuz that character is extremely problematic in other ways. So
1: problematic. Um I'm going to throw a question at you because you did start this by saying you don't know about Dungeons and Dragons so you don't know if elves in Dungeons and Dragons are made to represent black people so there's a possibility Mm -hmm. that it's okay for you because you don't have the context behind this elf character
0: that's true I'm I'm assuming because yeah I I don't know a lot about Dungeons and Dragons except that it's like a game that you Mm -hmm. play like kind of in your mind yeah, do <laughs> but I think that. But I think elves often are like an allegory for whiteness or for women. In the case of um, let's say Game of Thrones, the other one, Lord of the
1: Rings, Lord of the Rings. But see, elves in Lord of the Rings were pure and honest and spiritual and very much white. <laughs> they were meant to mean, represent the amazingness of white people.
0: Everybody in the Lord was was white.
1: Yes, but see again because in Lord of the Rings they had the elves who were like purity and whiteness but they also had dwarves who were cave dwellers Mm. cave dwellers and savage and the elves hated them like Mm. the whole gag in Lord of the Rings is that Gimli and oh my god Legolas are not supposed to be friends they hate each other on sight because elves versus dwarves Mm. yeah 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 (laughs)
0: Do we already have an episode about the racial allegories in uh, fantasy?
1: We don't, but we could um, because I also have another example to throw at you, uh, which is the blackface uh, Star Trek example that I stopped myself from bringing up earlier. Um, There is a race in Star Trek. We're going to go back to Next Generation because the Klingons come up again, but like the first instance of the Klingons, um, they are clearly made to represent savage, backwards black people, 100% there is no that's who they're supposed to represent they are savage they like war they like fighting they are very aggressive as a race white people dress up as klingons all the time hmm. where, where do where do you fall now <laughs> <laughs> is that okay
0: i'm gonna look up a picture real quick of like what a klingon is
1: sure Uh, You can look up Worf, uh, W-O-O-R-F. He is the first Klingon that we see in Next Gen. And there are other Klingons, like in Discovery. Spoiler uh, for anyone who likes Star Trek and hasn't watched Discovery yet. Like, it's shocking that there is a white Klingon. Like, Volk is a big deal because he's white, but still a Klingon. All the other Klingons are generally dark.
0: This severe hairline is taking me out. Interesting. Mm
1: -hmm. They are savage. They are aggressive. They like war. They are always fighting. It's uh, crazy for the Klingons. Like Worf has betrayed the Klingons. He's betrayed his people by joining Starfleet. Um, he was raised by humans and it's another like stri- strike against him that not only is he not uh, following his aggressive origins, he was also not raised by his people and now works for their opposing uh, space entity. I don't know what to call Starfleet versus the Klingon Empire.
0: I mean, from the way that you've described the Klingons, like if I hadn't seen the photo, sounds like white people to me love violence <laughs> loves war aggressive out here doing too much
1: well maybe see, they just, maybe that's they just the identify that's the like starfleet is supposed to be like the golden entity in the universe all they want to do is spread good but they're like colonizers like literally the mission of the enterprise is to colonize space hmm. so i'm like which one's the white person in all of them <laughs>
0: I'm sure i said that many times, but white supremacy is so pervasive mm-hmm. in every fabric of our lives, our media, entertainment, storytelling, even, like, yeah, sci-fi. When you could think of literally anything, any kind of world, we continue to um, re yeah. I was gonna say represent, like, recreate
1: the exact same structures that we hate that we're living under. Yeah. yeah. The political yeah.
0: realities of our times. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, I want to take it back to the idea of digital blackface, back to your Chang example. I took us on a detour there. Do you have other examples of blackface that is quote unquote okay for you? <laughs> Don't <laughs> phrase it like that. Uh, how I, uh, that is? I'll take my quotes away uh, <laughs> um, because like we did come to an understanding that maybe context of the world of D&D might change how you see that because you said like without context the way that I described the Klingons you would have assumed they were white and then you saw a picture and now you're like oh yeah blackface okay i get it um mm-hmm. so potentially there's some context there that we don't have that might change how you see the representation of Chang because i also thought it was hilarious and i also like remember how visually stark it was and how hilarious i found it that he was so into this game when no mm-hmm. one else was into this game to that level yeah um, yeah so that's the part that stood out for us but we don't have context of the world of D D, which mm-hmm. might change how you see it um so like yeah mm-hmm. other examples that we can sort of pick through
0: okay i will just say like big you know disclaimer that like i'm not the authority of what isn't it's not blackface right. obviously yeah
1: Neither of us are.
0: I'm bringing this up more so to, like, yeah, just sort of, like, pose the question. And then because Mm -hmm. then we can, like, apply this lens into, like, the discussion online about, like, what is isn't is not digital blackface. If people have seen RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the World, there was um, a drag queen called Jimbo who had this outfit in which she was, like, essentially a chess piece. The whole outfit is black and white. Mm -hmm. And then she was, like, wearing this, like, this, like, white, like, face, like... I don't know, like a a face mask crown situa- situation. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with it's like white with a like black detailing, and I guess to like push the look further, she or, like her, her she herself was painted black, right? And when I first saw it, I was like, again, I don't think that this is trying to be blackface, but this looks a little bit suspicious. And when she like recreated the look, like for Instagram, she was white, so I was like. Mm. Hmm.
1: So she thought it was suspicious as well, or someone told her it was suspicious as well, or she would have done it the exact same way.
0: Yeah, probably after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I bring all this up to say in the online spaces.
1: Even before you get there, I think it's it's kind of killing me a little bit that like we have to question whether things are blackface or not. Like we live in such a way that means that we don't we can't be sure when people are or are not being racist. Like that's messed up. Like we can't just like take it at face value that these things are artistic because so many like deep roots are racist. Mm -hmm. That's messed up. Anyway, my brain is just like, this is garbage, but continue.
0: Did you know that there's actually like a a particular kind of black paint that's like essentially owned by one person?
1: (laughs) I did not know that.
0: Yeah, I think he like patented he's an artist... I can't remember his name now, but he's um I think he's the artist who made like the bean in um Chicago.
1: Okay.
0: But he's of like, the world's like most hated artist because he developed this like the blackest of black pigments, uh, mm-hmm. paint and basically and like then
1: patented it.
0: Patented it so no one no one could like recreate it or use it, I guess without paying him or with his permission. Capitalism. Capitalism. Um so, not not all blackface, but, like, black, uh, banting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I brought this up. Um, but just the same. But, yeah, I agree. It's, like, it is, it is doing the in this time when it's, like, it's almost, like, the appearance of not doing blackface is more important than actually not doing blackface. Mm-hmm. Or, like, not being racist.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then I'm also, like, somebody shows up in blackface, and we get all up in arms. And then that person publicly apologizes. But do they actually learn what it was that was racist for them to do? Or do they just feel bad because people got mad at them? You know, like, where is the teachable there? Like, we all got mad at Justin Trudeau. He apologized, kind of, but also didn't say he never did it in other times. But, like, if he actually understood what he did wrong, wouldn't he own up to the things Do we have any guarantee that he won't do it again, but just do it privately and better privately because he was exposed, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that's a good point. And maybe like this will sort of help us discuss like what isn't, isn't, like, yeah, well, I think this will help us discuss the nuance around digital blackface.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, that was the topic.
0: I think we'll split this into two episodes. This (laughs) will be blackface part one, and then the other one will be digital blackface. (laughs) Okay. Cause even in 2022, blackface still requires so much
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> unpacking and discussion. Mm-hmm. But I think I think if we ask ourselves the question, like really like what is the impact of a blackface, like how do we know when something is artistic expression and what is offensive, you know, like mm-hmm. what, or why, or why something, even if it's meant to be artistic expression, like why it could be offensive. Mm-hmm. And so let's say, you know, obviously I'm I'm uh, uh, Indian, so we can look at the example of Trudeau and brownface in which he, mm-hmm. yes, you know, again, you can Google those photos if you if you so choose. And, you know, it's, it's like harmful, it's a like harmful, hurtful for like me to look at to be like, hey, this is someone who wields a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Like in Canada, obviously, he's the prime minister. But even before when he did this before he's the prime minister, this is still someone who is extremely influential, a teacher. I think at the time he may or may not have been a sitting MP,
1: Mm. still the
0: son of a former prime minister, someone who like comes from like Canada's like elite, Mm -hmm. someone who has had like all of the privileges of such an upbringing. You know, someone who should be like, you know, among like the most like educated or knowledgeable about, you know, like Canada's entire situation Mm -hmm. about like the diversity of the population, I'm sure we talked about this before, but there's, like, a lot of, like, anti-Brown, anti-South Asian, inter- anti-immigration sentiment um, mm-hmm. within Canada already. And so, like, not only are we out here, like, not only South Asians, but, like, people of color in general, like, Black folk, we're just, like, out here trying to live because colonization made it such that we could not live comfortably in our countries of origin. Mm-hmm. And now here's this person who is like, the like, avatar for, like, the majority population of this nation. Like, looking at people like me, people like my family, like my dad, as a fucking joke, as a costume, as something to make fun of, to laugh at, a costume, something that is funny, like, not serious, like, not a population that has, like, real problems, real things at stake, and instead is something that, like, you know um if, let's say if you like love a poof on the simpsons you think he's like, really funny you could just wear that outfit if you love aladdin sure you can like wear that outfit but it's like you really like the the painting yourself in like like i don't know like muskoka chair brown like it's just it's so ridiculous yeah it, 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 i think it's just very indicative of like how like white canadians at large see people like me mm-hmm. which is like shit that it's like hmm yeah
1: i think i'm not sure i'll be able to articulate this well but there's there's a piece for me as well that is just like not everything is for everybody and so like if you feel the need to paint yourself maybe that thing is not for you i don't know like I don't know. There are just some characters that I'm like, I wouldn't try to represent them myself because that character is not for me. Like there, there's an understanding that I can admire without having to replicate because I could never accurately replicate. And I think that part of the annoyance and the hatred of blackface for me or redface or yellowface is this lack of understanding that not everything is for you. Like. Not everything is for you. I don't know. You can admire something without needing to replicate it or be it because you're not. Not every representation is for you. Not everything is for you. You can see the thing and admire the thing and leave it alone.
0: Yeah. It's- I think this is the, the perfect spot to end. And we mm-hmm. will continue this conversation, put it in the digital context in our next episode. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear that, stay in the know. We'll see you in two weeks.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. You can find us on these here internets on the social medias at the handle do the kids Know, or at DoTheKidsKnow.ca. You can subscribe to our monthly newsletter at tinyletter.com slash DoTheKidsKnow and visit our Patreon to show your appreciation with one-time or monthly tips. If you've got questions, comments, or concerns, email us at dokidsknow at gmail.com. And finally, please rate, review, and subscribe. That helps other kids stay in the know.